Welcome to Colors and Cocktails. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Amanda. And it's Monday, October 13th. We haven't been starting off with a date, but I think it might be a good thing just to sort of set you in um, where we are. Not that you're going to be listening to it, you know, the same day or anything, but you know what we're talking about when we're talking about it. Does that sound right with you? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, cool. So, yes, it's still Monday. Yeah, it's always, it's usually always a Monday when we record. It's always Monday and we've always been knitting. Like, yes, I've been knitting. What have you been doing? Have you been knitting? Yes. I think we should just jump into what are you knitting right now? I am, of course, still working on the vodka lemonade. I've gotten, um, I'm getting almost done with the increases that go over the shoulder to separate for the sleeves. I don't know if there's a word for that part of the sweater. The yoke. Okay, there you go. I'm almost through that, and it's okay. It's sort of slow going, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it's on fives, so you know it's not super big, but it's certainly not super small. It could be a whole lot slower, mm-hmm. like the um, lethal knits that I worked on, oh, which used to take forever. <laughs> but um, I'm liking how it looks still very much, and I'm knitting well on it. I. I made a mistake yesterday. I, I apparently put it down and then picked it up and went started in the other direction, which is such a knitting 101 mistake. I can't believe I did that. But I guess it happens sometimes to people like myself. Probably Unin- never to Unintentional you. short row. Yes, I did an unintentional short row, but I figured it out before I got too far. Thank goodness. It was like, whoa, it happened. That's good. And my mystery sock is about, I'm about ready to start the heel. And I have a question for you because you said that if I did a short row heel, that it wouldn't interrupt the pattern, but I think it will. I don't see how it cannot. It should not interrupt the pattern because you're making this wedge. Yeah. So instead of doing the increases um, and really changing the, the way it's been spiraling. Uh-huh. It's just going to contain the heel real, just at the heel stitches. You need to look at, like, the yarn harlot, her last set of self-striping socks. She did a short row heel, and you can see the stripes didn't change in thickness or anything like that. How weird. I don't understand that geometrically. In my brain, it seems like you stop, you work on a heel, whether it's, you know, the the fisherman's flap and all that stuff or any other kind of heel. And then you pick up with the sock. So I don't see how it can't interrupt that, but I don't it know. It works. Okay. Well, I'm not sure yet if I'm going to take your word for it or go and attempt my first fish lips kiss heel or do the, the knit more girls, uh, afterthought heel with their, oh, what do they call it? The rip cord. Because I kind of wanted to do that, too. They put in, like, a two-row rip cord, and then you can just rip it out real easy, and then you can stick on your afterthought heel. Oh. So, that way I know it will work, like, in my brain. Yeah, it, it will. But, um, you know, short row, row heel will do the same thing, I promise. Okay, if you promise. If not, I mean, you can shoot me. If you don't like the way it looks, okay, just then, rip it out. All right. That's it's only I'm... a heel. It's not like you're doing two socks <gasps> at once or anything like that. You get through the heel in a short row heel is pretty quick. Yeah. And you do a few rounds past the heel, and if you don't like it, you can always rip back. Okay, well, then I will report back next week. Yes. by then we'll, we'll, we'll know one way or another. And you, you're still working on Adam's sleeves, aren't you? 
Yes, I am. I swear those things just get shorter and shorter every time I knit on them. <laughs> but I know I've made progress because I've done, you know, another heel, not another heel turn, another cable turn, and I've done an increase. So I know I've done some rows and rounds, but it doesn't feel like they're going anywhere. Yeah, perhaps they're not. I don't, I don't know. It's frustrating. That's funny. And you started on your Marin. Yes, I started on the Marin today. We had dyed some yarn this weekend. Yay. And I'm using the Colorway Foo Dog, which is an homage to one of our, you know, both of our favorite authors, I'd Christopher say. Christopher Moore, that's yes, right. Yes, Christopher Moore. It's a great and, character in his books. Yes, well, not Foo Dog. Foo Dog's kind of whatever. character. I, I still like him as a character. Really? Because yeah. to me, it's like whatever. It's all about Abby. Well, it is. It is Abby Normal, and she likes her manga-haired lover, Foo Dog. He's Foo Dog because he's Chinese. And yeah, because she wanted to call him a ninja. Yeah, but he's like, I'm not a ninja. I'm Chinese. That's Japanese. Yes. I just like how straight, and he, he's kind of the... That's what you He call is kind of the straight man. man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like him. Yeah, I mean, I don't dislike him, but... You know. <laughs> So if you look on vocabularyyarn.com and you look at the Colorway Food Dog, there's links to all that stuff so you can kind of see what we're talking about. If you're not a big Christopher Moore fan, maybe you will be soon. Yes, I think everyone should be. A little bit of humor, a little bit of supernaturally. And it looked looked nice, so it's going to be a fun pink shawl. Yes, it is. It may not end up being mine. We have been doing some... Uh, yarn dyeing for the other people that are joining in on the cow. Yes, and the long. I, yes, I really am liking the stuff we did that was the army colored olive. Yes. Green. That might yeah. be my favorite, but then again, the the one I did yesterday that was the custom one that I sent you the photo of. The was... the the fixing or the Yes. Okay, yes, I really like that a lot. Yeah, so Cassandra has that, and she's going to make the Marin with that. And I can't wait to see what it looks like when it's um, wound into balls. She said she's going to let me take some pictures of that. And that might be a new colorway for us, because it's just got lovely. She's like, oh, that's exactly what I wanted. Oh, Oh, wonderful. That made me really happy. I'm so glad we screwed up the first order. (laughs) Yeah, we, we had an idea, and we started one, and... And tried to execute it, and it was a big fail. And I was like, well, let's put this big, aside. And big I think fat I can, fail. Yeah, and we used that and kept working on it and doing a couple other things with it. And it was just lovely by the time I was done with it. So that made me very, very happy. So, yeah, yeah I have some photos of that. I'll post that, too, on our show notes so you can see what we're talking about, of course. Because it's hard to describe colors. It is. What else are you knitting? Anything? Um, I'm still working on the Robos. Robos. Robos, of course. Yes, best. I have the back and one front done. So if I'm really diligent, I should have it done by this weekend. That would be nice. Yeah, so I may have it to wear to Saf. Oh, that would be so lovely. In case it's not cold enough to wear a full-blown sweater. That's true. I'm hoping it's really chilly and beautiful and crisp and autumny and we can act like we're at Rhinebeck or something. I know. We're still <laughs> going to Rhinebeck next year. I think we are. I do. I think we will too. I think whether we just go to visit or we go yeah. to uh to you know sell our wares. That would be neato. 
Yes, it would be just a long car ride. Yeah, that's very true. Well, if, if we sell if we sell our wares, it's a long car ride. Yeah, but Georgia to upstate New York. I did it all the time. My my grandparents lived right near there, and we did it all the time when I was growing up. So I know exactly how long it is. Oh, yeah, God bless yeah, you. Really fun. Um. So yeah, I think all I'm knitting right now. It says socks and the vodka lemonade, but I want to knit more and more and more socks, which is a problem. And I yeah, can't wait to start yeah. my yarn too, because I'm kind of wanting to replicate the yarn that Cassandra has for myself because I like it so much. So that might be what I do. I don't know yet. We shall see. And we have some more custom orders to do, so I can kind of piggyback on theirs at the same time. Yeah. yeah that'll be fun. So meanwhile, too, we should talk about the details of it just in case anybody else wants to get in on it. I put up a page on the website. If you go to, um, there's a link right on the front page. So it'll take you right to the same page. And you can choose, hey, dye my yarn this color or dye my yarn that color, any color on that page at the bottom. Or uh, we did get a surprise me. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, which was really neat. So we have one person that's like, I think I like this, but, you know, I trust you guys. And that was really awesome. It is, but it makes me very nervous. Oh, yeah, I'd rather just do what she asked for. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to try and replicate that But if we come up with something at the same time that's really beautiful, I wouldn't mind sending her a couple, like, well, what do you think of this? That's when, you know, just to Mm -hmm. give her a little extra choice. I like that. And so if you um, join in on our knit-along and you post photographs of it along the way, we'll, we're going to have a drawing and give away a skein of yarn of your choice. And meanwhile, too, at the end, you have your beautiful knitted piece as your final award reward for joining in the knit-along. Yeah. And it's a really neat pattern, and I really like it. So I can't – I think I – I want to do it because I'm all, I told you I'm already in holiday Christmas mode, like Mm -hmm. knit, knit, knit for Christmas, but I also want to keep everything. So this way, the more I knit, the more I can choose whether I want to give away this one and keep that one for myself. That's true. I may make two of these. That's a good idea. Because, well, I mean, I already have one. Yes. But the one I'm making right now, the, the colorway it's really fun, but I'm the more I'm knitting it, the more I'm realizing I'm not a pink girl. Yeah. So this may end up being for Evelyn for Christmas. Okay, well, we won't tell her. No. She I might, mean, she would love that. I know. And it would be so adorable on her. We'll have her be our, our little model when it's done, no matter what, anyway. <laughs> yeah, she'll like that. Absolutely. Well... I think that covers it for like the knit-along business, except for now, oh, we also have a caption contest that's still going on. Um, I will put the graphic back on the site, I guess, in our call, in our, in our show notes. Yeah. It'll be easy to find. Yeah. And it's just a silly sketch that I did of a cat knitting on a giant mitten, and we've gotten some funny entries, but we need more. Yes. So... All you have to do is email us your silly comments, and you can email us five or six. It's okay. And the yeah. funniest one, the one that amuses us the most, will also win a free skein of yarn of your choice, and that'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
don't be afraid to put anything on the internet. Nothing has to be public. You exactly. can just send us a little line under the table. We can find you and send you your yarn if it's the funniest. That is right. You know, don't be embarrassed to be funny. Yeah, because I know there's a lot of people out there that have that sense of humor that's a little bit... um Subversive? Yes, a little off-color, for instance. Uh, yeah, like some mm-hmm. of the entries I've gotten are kind of funny, have some bad words in them. And I'm not offended at all. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Just send it on over. There's very little you could do to offend me. That's true. And, you know, I think I might go ahead and test that as far as I can over the next year or so. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, go ahead. I dare yeah. you. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. You know, when we were knitting, I guess, a couple of weeks ago together at the yarn shop, at our local yarn shop, one lady that was new to knitting asked me if knitters have competition and jealousy. Oh, yeah. I remember her asking that. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting question because I'd never really looked over at the person next to me and thought, oh, I'm going to do that too and kick her butt, you know, or I wish I could just do that. I'll never be able to do that. Or I don't know. I don't. Really? You've never had that? No, I just kind of had like, okay, that's on my to-do list. I'm going to learn how to do that. It wasn't like a, a an emotional response. Have you had that? I'm trying to think. I may have, but I think it was earlier when I didn't know as much. So it was more of a craving to learn and, Ooh, I hope someday I can do that. So knitting competition. Yes. I, I want to say no, I've not been that person, but I think I have Oh. now looking back because mm-hmm. when I used to do knit alongs a couple of years ago, I always tried to be the first one done. Oh, wow. So you I don't know if it was for bragging rights. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was for bragging rights saying, oh, look what I finished. <laughs> or if it was I knew some of my friends were going to struggle with it, so I went ahead and worked through it so they could see what it looked like knit up. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was a kind of combination because that was around the time I started teaching, too. Oh, yeah. So I think it was a little of both, working ahead to help others and, you know, notch one off for me kind of thing. That's funny. I think I, I always feel like I'm I'm sort of a knitting evangelist. Like, I want to teach everyone. I want them all to feel really excited about it. So I, I guess I just get excited for other people when they do cool stuff and sort of amazed. And that's where it ends. <laughs> But are you a competitive person in general? Yeah, I can be. I mean, when it comes to games or, you know, getting in. I, I'm very competitive with myself, you know. Oh, gosh, you're one of those. Yeah, like if last time I made an A and next time I need to make an A+. Plus. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> I don't care what anybody else says. I just have to improve. Oh, goodness. Self-motivated people. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mm. Well, okay. Well, also when it comes to emotions and knitting on my list was, um, the whole knitting and depression thing, like people knitting and help to help them get out of a bad space. And I'm, I've been in a bit of a bad space since I sprained my ankle last week. And it's just made me really sad because I can't go to the gym. And so I've been trying to knit, 
hoping that whole anti-depression thing would kick in, but I don't know. I need to knit a lot more, I guess. I don't know. Knitting didn't help me (laughs) when I was a little depressed earlier in the year. Yeah. I kind of quit knitting. Yeah. I mean, I I just kind of, I played video games. I did anything but knitting kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And I think part of it was because it, you know, the emotional injury was kind of centered around knitting. Oh, that makes sense. So my injury is just centered around my ankle. So there's really no, no reason for me to feel off my game or anything. I just, I think I'm just depressed because I, you know, when you, when you can go and exercise regularly and then you suddenly can't, it's, it's a big downer. I guess I get excited when the word can't goes with exercise. Usually it's, oh, I just didn't get around to it. Darn. So again, I'm not one of those self-motivating people. (laughs) I need my trip to the gym. This isn't right. I'm so off. I don't, I don't get what you get at the gym or when I exercise, I get pain and sweat and uncomfortableness (laughs) and then just, the rest of the day. I'm not energized later on. I'm not, I don't get any of those benefits, at least not yet. Maybe if I did it more regularly, but every time I try and get going, it's always so. I feel great when I knit after I, I work out because I feel like I've earned it. I've earned this time sitting on my butt doing what I want to do. Just. Oh no. See, I look at knitting as a job. Oh, huh. So, no, I need to knit because I need to get this stuff done, put up on the site. I need to, I need this. So my house may be more of a wreck than usual because I'm trying to get this stuff done. So we have samples and because I feel it's, it's my job. That's true. Well, it is. So yeah, if I don't exercise and I knit, it's because I'm working. Okay. Wow. Between the two of us, we, I think we definitely have the whole gamut. (laughs) Yes, now, yes, we? I I believe so. <laughs> well, hopefully my ankle will be you know healed up soon, so I can get back there and back in my happy place in the brain. Yes, yes, definitely. Because I never like it when you're like this. Oh, I know. You can tell, huh? Can't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad, but I can tell. Well, this is my perky self right now. I know. <laughs> so. I know. Well, everyone gets my perky self, too, because, you know, for those of you who don't know me in person, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty shy. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I mean, even with, like, good company, like, even at your house, I'll let my husband just talk and just kind of, you know, (laughs) well, it's an easy thing to do, but it has boiled down in our relationship when we go out. He's the talker. I'm the sit and listen kind of person. Yeah. So this is being very um, out of my shell. But because I'm talking to you, it doesn't feel that way. That's true. I think it's good for both of us when it comes to that because we both have those social things. It's easier to talk to a computer sometimes, you know, than it is to other people. So that works out well. Yes. Good for podcasters. Yes. Well, moving on to something fun. Yes, fun. Like the cocktail we had this weekend? Yeah, that was fun. What was it called? It was called the El Burro. El Burro. 
It's from a new cocktail book I picked up by Jim Meehan, M-E-E-H-A-N. It's called The P-D-T Cocktail Book, The Complete Bartender's Guide from the Celebrated Speakeasy. And it's illustrated really neat. I like the... Yeah, it's illustrated by Chris Gall, G-A-L-L. We'll have that link on our show notes so you can take a look at it. Oh, yes. Because you need to look at these pictures. It is. It's encyclopedic. It it covers all kind of crazy stuff. And I was a bartender for two years, and a lot of this stuff is just way off my radar. So it's really fun. Yeah, the drink we had this weekend, the El Burro, had tequila, ginger beer, lime juice, pineapple juice, simple syrup, and absinthe. Yes, and we just happened to have some. Yeah. And according to the book says and and right next to the recipe it says a highball made with lime juice and ginger ale is a buck substitute ginger beer for ale and it's a mule add absinthe and you've got yourself a donkey which is funny and strange but yeah it was good it was very good it was super easy to knock a number of those back and we didn't though we didn't though we were very good we had what one each. We just had one. Yeah, that's pretty much what we've been doing. Having one nice cocktail. We're so ladylike. Oh, I know. It's so wrong. You need to have like two <laughs> or three of those puppies. It would be easy too, for sure. It tasted it like would. kind of an interesting margarita, I guess. That's the only way I could describe it. It, it was not a margarita though. Not at all. Not at all. So. It had like this nutty, limey, citrusy flavor yeah. to it. But like you know, I was worried about putting the absinthe in because, you know, absinthe has has that anise, licorice yes. flavor. And, and I'm not a big fan of that. That's why I've never cared. in there. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh. I didn't either. So I really enjoyed it. I could totally drink some more of those. Yeah, we'll definitely put that on our revisit this one again. Yes. <laughs> so since we have this new cocktail book, I think the next few weeks... Our cocktails are going to be coming from the book. Definitely. Unless somebody has a cocktail to suggest to us. Oh, yes. Send in your suggestions. We yes. would love that. Your favorite yes. cocktail. And we'll say who it is and who, you know, who advised us to try it. Or your own recipe. That would be neat. Yes. That would be great. Yeah. And we promise so. to be ladylike about it. <laughs> At least I do. <laughs> oh. Because she's a stick in the mud. Yeah, that's me. So. So. I was looking online. Um, my niece Haley sent me a link to a BuzzFeed article, and it was what to do with all the tiny scraps of yarn. 34 adorable things to do with leftover bits of yarn. Oh, was, my goodness. I know. It's cute. And most of them we probably have thought of, you know, putting it out for the birds and yes. knitting tiny little samples or um, crocheting something that's like an ornament for the tree. Mm-hmm. But some of them are more kind of fun. And so we're going to put a link to that one on the site, too, because they're just kind of neat things. But I do have a lot of little leftover pieces. And I was wondering if you had anything that you routinely do, or do you just put it in a box and put it away? Uh, generally, they go in a box, and I put them away. Yeah. I it depends on how much. If it's just a teeny tiny amount, sometimes yeah, if it's it goes six in, inches of yarn, it's going pretty It's much. going in the trash. Yeah. It and, goes in the trash. Um. Even if it's like a little ball, little t- sometimes that'll even go in the trash. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep up with it. True, because later on you think, what was that? 
what? But yeah, a lot of these I, ideas... I'm not going to remember the yarn or the colorway or anything. And <laughs> I like the idea of doing like a scrap blanket thing, but mostly it makes me want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> I I used to when I first started knitting there was one that was up on the wall in the local yarn shop that was all these scraps put together and I thought how cool is that that looks so neat and bohemian and now I just think uh I would not want to knit that at all yeah you're such a bohemian well maybe a little bit sometimes better than being the hippie chick right it is because bohemians don't smell of patchouli so right and I never wear patchouli Gosh, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if I just offended all the hippies out there saying that you smell like patchouli. No, but... we love hippies. We do. Because some of my favorite people are hippies. Yes. It's just tone down the patchouli. Yeah. Be okay. <laughs> Don't pretend it's deodorant. Don't pretend. Right. You know, I haven't encountered any of those patchouli type people Ooh. in many years. So. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's they're dying out. I think they're turning into hipsters. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And they're doing yarn bombs and cool things like that. Yes, so. yes. Well, that was it's one all of done ironically. If you're yeah. a hipster, <laughs> that's right. Uh, so yes. Um, one of the ideas on there too that I have to talk about is making a merit badge. Which, I know, isn't that silly? But make a merit badge, or you know, make it for yourself because you've probably earned it. I, it Hello? cracks me up, but also I thought, what kind of merit badge Hello? would I make myself? And if anything, I would make, have to make like a little skull or something like that that goes with our our club, you know. Kind of yeah. Club. Oh, you need to put up the, the little. Have uh, you finalized I the image for my little sketch. club? Yes, oh, okay. I will when it's done. But yeah. Well, um, this is the the club ladies. The club of ladies know. that we knit with. We knit with this group of women, and we're the knitting boopches. I just beeped myself, so we can keep the clean tag. Yes. And but you can you can probably figure it out. And we have kind of a fun little um, sugar skull with um, a scarf that's that has that, and we're gonna have it on flasks and stuff. So it's kind of fun. And several people have asked for it as prints, the drawing I'm doing. So we might make that available also through Vocabulary Yarn. Because it's yes. fun, and chances are there's a bunch of y'all out there that are honorary members of our circle anyway. So yes. it so, totally makes sense. Yes. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. I like a it. A lot. Because, I mean, it the way you drew it is so good. I uh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I really, like, you know, I want a tattoo of it almost. You know, I thought about that, too. I thought if we do this for enough years together that we won't regret it, then it totally needs to be a tattoo. Yeah. A twinsy tattoo. Yeah, it's terrible, but it's true. Either that or, you know, on the back of a satin jacket. Ooh! So it Ooh, can look yeah. like the girls from Greece. Yes. Yeah, it'd be hot pink. The pink ladies. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be fun. I have to finish yes. that drawing, though. It's almost done. I just have to finish it up and send it off and have it put on the flasks, and then it'll be official. And then it'll be official. Yeah. Yes. And then you'll change a little few things. Oh, yeah, for the other people. Yes, because the core group gets the special original. That's right. And then the prints will be just slightly altered. And only if you're in the core group will you know the difference. Right. But if you're one of, if you're really kind of one of us, ultimately you know it probably somewhere deep in your heart. Yes, and you don't mean who you are. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, 
I think that's all I have for my fun notes. And oh, okay. That's pretty well, short. I know you probably have other stuff. Well, actually, do you ever look on Ravelry, your pattern highlights? I look on Ravelry all the time at every day. Yeah, but you know how they have on the patterns page, they have your pattern highlights. And it's, it's you can it customize. Really? I mean, is it really has something to do with that you as a person? Yes, because it's based on similar projects I've knit, similar oh. projects or things that I put in my queue. Okay. So I was just wondering if you had set yours up. You know, I haven't. Um, and I was, I was yeah. curious if it gave you good recommendations like it does for me. Your pattern highlights. Oh, okay, I see it. It is here. And there's some neat pictures. I'd have to go through them all and really... The patterns. Them. It's like the new highlights. So a lot of times they're new patterns that are just coming out. Or they're older patterns that have just gotten a huge amount of attention. Like the Yarn Harlot recently made it. And of course, anytime she makes anything, it goes viral. That's true. And I so I, I always check. I always check that to see what's new, what's coming out. What do I need to add to my queue? That's why my queue is in the eight hundreds. <sighs> yeah, that's because crazy. I do that every day, and I just put it in my queue, and I'll eventually get to it. I'll. I mean, I'll How do remember. You prioritize it. out of eight hundred projects, though. That's just out of my realm of understanding. I can't comprehend that. Well, it helps when you're doing a pattern search. Like, I want to make a sweater. I have this kind of yarn. I want to make a cardigan. Go search. And then I can see if any of these I have queued. Okay. So then from there, I can say, well, I knew I liked these, you know, six months ago, a year ago. Do I still like them? If I do, then they get put on the list and we whittle it down. Every so often I go through my Ravelry queue and just go, I'm never going to do that. I'm just <laughs> taking it out now because I know I'm never going to do it. I've done that a few times. Because there's some that are just neat, but no. Yeah. So this pattern highlights just recently, this morning, uh-huh. put up a link to the Stephen West mystery shawl. Oh. Knit along. The one was, that was done before? No, his new one. 2014. Oh. Okay. I need to look so at So I was this. curious on if you were doing that. Let me see. Good old Stephen West. He's always got something crazy out there. I see him now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, him and his fun mask. Yes. And we have, of course, Dulcet would be perfect for any mm-hmm. of this. Well, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. I, I guess I got so... I got a little... Um, I don't know if I would say burned or not, but I I didn't do a great job on my last mystery cow. Yeah, well, his isn't, usually, I should say, his aren't choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. That's true. They are just what they are, right? Yes, they are what they are, yeah. I mean, you can see the previous three he's done hanging behind him in the picture. Yes. So. And they're all awesome. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're all very beautiful. I just, I don't know that I have the time to do it this year. Because I would love to knit it out of dulcet. Yeah, it would really be the perfect perfect one to use. I don't know. It's a thought. Mm-hmm. We'll have to put that on the back burner and decide over the next week. Yes. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Because I know you don't mind having like eight things on the needles at once. but I... I'm, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying <laughs> to only focus on like these three projects I that I have. Am I an influence on you? 
Could it be? Um, no. 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 not that at all. What was I thinking? It's well, just... it's not... It's not that. It's... I'm trying to separate work knitting from... Oh, but, the, you know, there shouldn't casual be... Casual knitting. But... Work knitting. I know it's not. Like it's it has not a purpose, but still, it's not work. No, it's not work, and I'm enjoying knitting no matter what, but I want to try and only knit with our stuff as much as possible. Oh yeah. So, and this though, if you join in on this one, you can knit it in our stuff. So that's yeah, perfect, that's it? true, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, Cause we have, you know, we have our own knit along going along. That's true. But also you're going to burn through that. I know how fast you are. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're super <laughs> fast. I want to learn that lever knitting one of these days so I can, I can catch up with you. You just need to work on your own picking. Yeah. You can you can get faster. I can show you some ways. Okay. Well, next time we get together and knit, we shall. It's all about making the smallest movements possible. It's interesting to think about. The smaller the movements, the faster you can do them. Yeah. And just kind of continuing that as a rhythm. It's always mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the other cute projects to, like, jump backwards to the things to do with bits of leftover yarn. Okay. Was turning corks into little cabled trees. And they have a little cable pattern that you just stick on the end of your wine corks and it makes it look like Christmas trees. Oh, I got it. It's super cute. <laughs> and they're tiny. So Yeah, they they'd have to be. Yeah, they're really fun and that that definitely might have to go onto my I gotta do some of those for Christmas. Cause wouldn't that be neat for holidays coming up and just use a couple little pieces here and there and you can put sure. a bead on the end like on the very end the tip of it to be um you know at the top of the christmas tree you and your beads yeah well i like <laughs> beads i do i like the sparklies and the beautiful glass i know they are beautiful yeah but you know <laughs> so yeah we'll link back to that too of course yes so I want to tell you my little um, strange purchase I made at the grocery store yesterday. Okay. So I went to our local, they call themselves a farmer's market, so we'll go with that. But it's kind of a big chain. I think they're, it's called Sprouts, and they're fairly big in the southwest. Oh. I think their headquarters may be in Texas. I'm not sure. But um, so I was there shopping, and... I was going through the produce section because my husband's been on me to make an apple pie. Yeah. And uh, I was getting ready to check out and I was passing the little berry section. So they had some raspberries and blackberries and things. And then they had this little box of green. They looked like grapes from a distance. But when I got closer, it said kiwi berries. Ooh. They're from Oregon. So they're not not from New Zealand. Um, But when you eat them... They're like super soft, squishy, delicious kiwis. Yum. No fur on them, no nothing. Oh. They're these just, I've never seen anything like this before. And to, I'm a sucker for buying weird stuff at the grocery store to try because <laughs> I'm just fascinated by odd things. So, Did you ever know this existed? Is it some new like bread designer fruit or is it something that's been around? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'll put a link for the okay. kiwi berries. Do you have any photos of them that you can take while are there any left? 
Oh, yes, there are some left. Okay, will, you can totally have to do that. I will take pictures of them, and we'll link them. Um, and I also, I, I like to cook, because I think I said that earlier, but I oh, used yes. to cook before I knit. So... This past weekend, I had a friend over on Friday night, and we made cocavine. Mm-hmm. I hope I said that right. I'm so yeah. not French. Um, but I used Julie Child's recipe. And for those who don't know, it's very similar to a chicken version of beef bourguignon. So essentially wine cooked in wine. Chicken cooked in a wine sauce. And it makes this really lovely, thick gravy. And then I also did sautéed mushrooms and braised pearl onions. Yum. Which I hadn't done before. I'd never had pearl onions or anything. So I did it as the recipe called for. It was amazing. That sounds delicious. Oh, my gosh. I, don't, I mean, I've made it once before, but I didn't do the mushrooms and onions. And I didn't. there were a couple things I didn't do correctly. So this time I did it right, and oh, dang. Oh, wow. dang. So when are we going to have us over for that? Um, <laughs> you know, very soon. Okay. Very soon. Right. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a hint or anything. It was no, just no. a demand. <laughs> no. Yeah. We'll get pizza for the children. Fan. And then the grown-ups can have cocaine. Or I can try beef bourguignon. Oh, god! If you want me to try something new. Um, I think but, I'll be happy yeah. either way. Yesterday, when I was at Sprouts, I looked at their meat counter, like what they had for like help, not prepackaged stuff, and they had English bangers. Oh wow! Which I was very excited about because you don't see English sausages often around here. You generally only see Italian and German, and I don't even know how accurate they are. But um, the English. Bangers. I did bangers and mash last night. So yum, big, huge sausages. Like these sausages wow. were big enough that you just needed one as a grown up. So one sausage and some mashed potatoes and gravy, and it was it's yum. I just wanted to share that I had like two two cooking days that came out amazing. Very interesting ideas and choices there too. Oh. In, in our house, if it has anything to do with gravy, it's usually, let's try it. Yeah. Let's just try it, because uh, gravy is a food group in our house. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so I fried off the sausages, and then I took them out, and while they were resting, I made a quick gravy in the pan. I used balsamic vinegar, some onions, a um, little bouillon, and some water and flour. Well, I, I definitely like the sound of that. Yeah. I, I do love my food. It's <laughs> probably why I got food. some padding. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, so. More good things to buy more yarn for, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, it all comes around in this one big happy circle. So, back to Ravelry. You need yes. to set up your um, pattern highlights. Well, it's there. I mm-hmm. just, it just has a selection of little pictures for me. So Yeah, and then you click it. Yeah. But then So So then it should say, Oh, like mine for Monday, October thirteenth. Oh, I see. Caramel Frappe. Lucille. 
Okay, I have the ca caramel frappe too, but mine has the rava hat and rava scarf. So we have yeah. different, we have yeah. different highlights. I see. So these are based on okay. what you've been knitting or queuing or looking at. It's going to give you patterns they think you're going to like, whether they're new or old or whatever. Yeah, I definitely have to go through this. Yeah, you do. Because the more you queue, the more projects you start, that kind of stuff, the Maybe. more recommendations. That makes sense. Well, I do have a lot in my queue, but not anything like you. <laughs> uh, you're probably going to shame me into, you know... Culling the herd. Yeah, maybe down to 700 or something. That'd be crazy. <laughs> no, I know. But I can, like, going through it, I can definitely tell what phase of knitting I was in oh. when I started queuing things. Because I can tell beginner projects, or when I was beginning on Ravelry and knitting and stuff, it was much more, like, impressive, awesome Kind of project, like, stuff. oh, one day I will be up at this level. Um, then then as I started conquering types of techniques, like lace knitting or brioche or whatever, I moved on to whatever I was kind of focused on. Gotcha. So there's like a huge section of lace. Yeah. Lace shawls, lace this, lace that, lace everything. Then it was all cabled work, cabled sweaters, cabled this, cabled that. Then there's um, project-based, like, oh, I want socks. I don't. I lied to myself. I don't ever really want to knit socks. <laughs> That's crazy. Of course you do. No, I don't. <laughs> but you do. But I don't. <laughs> okay. I learn something new about you every day. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like knitting a sock till about the heel. Once I turn the heel, I'm done. Whether I'm going toe up or cuff down funny i had yeah no idea. Oh, oh they just seem to take you forever think you know someone i know you find i know i have tricked you you have I've i love moving. sock yarn and i love the idea <laughs> of socks i just can't I, oh maybe if i only knit one sock at a time but then i worry about them not matching and being wrong yeah i couldn't do that so because they're two at a time they take so long oh i don't i mean the yarn harlot said it best you know you think of socks as quick little little project i don't but there are so many stitches in a sock yes i still have the water for elephant socks by rose heaver or hiver in my queue and every time i look at those i'm like why am i not knitting these yeah i have yeah, i have no. the sobu death flake socks oh. <gasps> that i really want to knit okay death i've flake. shown them to you oh, maybe so you must have Deathflake, I'm guessing it's a snowflake with a skull in the with center. With a skull in the okay. center. Yeah, it rings a bell. So. So one of these days. Yeah, one of these days. Or I may turn them into fingerless mitts. Because I tend to churn those out. Yeah. There's something about it. It's about the same as a sock, really. It's about half of a sock. Oh, really? I guess so. Maybe yeah. So. I mean, you think, put your hand up to your foot. It's about, you know, the from your toe to your end of your heel, roughly. Okay. I guess so. So it's before the heel turn. But then you still have the thumb and the top of it to do. I don't know. I'd say it's more like two-thirds. No. Okay. Mm -mm. No, you're not going to win on this Maybe one. Maybe 0.625. 
<laughs> You're not going to win on this one. <laughs> okay, fine. I give up. Uh, oh, well. Okay, I guess that's it for us for this week. Don't forget to check out the Marin Knit Along. We'll have the link in the show notes. You can also find uh, the links through the website at vocabularyyarn.com. Also, sign up for our newsletter so that you can be up to date on all the stuff and you'll know when a new episode of Colors and Cocktails comes out. And just wanted to tease that we are going to have two new bases showing up on Vocabulary Yarn. We will have... Within the next well, couple weeks. Within the next couple weeks, yes. Yeah. And one of them is... Well, actually, they both are for Vanessa, because I think, you know, yes. when we see the animals the yarns come from, she might cry. So that Maybe should give you a good hint on their composition. And the caption contest. And the caption contest. So e- email us your sly little um, asides. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us. Yes, thank you. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you.